All right, everyone. Oh, fuck. I just took my... Fuck. <laughs> I just took my fucking headphone out of... R- literally right immediately as I said hello, everybody, I yanked my headphone cord out of my headphones and then was immediately stressed out. I'm realizing now I have a fan going in the background that I do need to turn off. John, can you vamp? For, introduce yourself, remind everybody who you are, and then I'll turn off my fan. Okay. Hey, everybody. Hi. Uh, I am John Cullen. I am um, one of the hosts of the only Vancouver Whitecaps podcast, Podcaps. And, um, you know, it's crazy. It's been like two years. Has it been uh, that long? And I'm back. It's been, yeah. Hey, Chris. In case you didn't know, I'm back now. John can't see me. Good to have you back, man. We're, We're at our own secure locations right now due to coronavirus, quarantine, lockdown. So we are sort of talking over the internet, but I, I, t- I turn my video feed off. I don't want John looking at me. I want to be able to do whatever I want to do. You know, if I want to pull it out, and start slapping it around, I want to be able to do that. But John, mm. what have you have been keeping up with what's happening with the white caps? Well, a lot of like, not a lot of good stuff, Chris. No. Uh, yeah, no, I um, I was a season ticket holder. The last episode. So hang did on of this one show. second. You said you, now I'm listening to that sentence, and I I'll be honest with you. I studied a little bit of English. Okay, so I can yeah. I I'm listening to that, and to me it sounds like you're using what's known in the English industry as past tense. That's right. The industry. It is an industry I'm a part of, as you know. I'm a part of the English industrial complex. Oh, yeah. You uh, are a, a fucking high... English teacher. I'm an English teacher, yeah. So I am familiar with this thing you speak of called the past tense. And uh, yes, I was a white cap season ticket P-A-S-T. holder. P-A-S-T. I... P-A-S-T, for those of you at home, if you're not part of the English industry, it's not P-A-S-S-E-D. No. P-A-S-T. What Now, what? past tense like we've just passed it is that something that we could riff on uh i mean we can if you want to is that that how you want to start the first episode in two years by riffing on past tense um no i want to talk about the vancouver whitecaps so you are no longer a season ticket holder what happened what happened (laughs) well what didn't happen am i right uh last season 2019 uh i was a season ticket holder uh-huh. uh and the white caps went through a series of of uh unfortunate events that's a reference that's a pop that, culture reference what's that what's that um friggin lemony snickets lemony snicket that's right yeah and basically honestly, the vancouver white caps are basically a lemony snickets they are they're they are very lemony and very snickety mm-hmm. and they uh i mean what didn't happen last season so they they hired a new coach he's uh, he's good uh, though right he well no i heard not. he was oh, no i heard he was good and i heard that what we need to do is we what this is what i heard okay i heard what we need to do okay. is give a guy a chance and again and keep to give him more chances to do the exact same thing over and over again and then eventually by pure dumb luck, something will end up being good, and then we'll win the whole title. No, that is what that is what he seems to think. Yeah, I mean, he seems to think that he can just do and say the same things over and over again, and then something will change. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally don't don't imagine that's going to happen. 
You think but, it, you think if he keeps sort of making the same decisions and doing the same thing over and over again that he will basically get the same result? Is that what you're putting forward? That is what I that's what I'm thinking. And I mean, I'm no I'm no Einstein, Chris. I mean, I, I think know that's obvious. I know yeah, that. You know. I know. Yeah. I, I know that. I know you don't have to tell me twice about you not being smart. I am. I trust me. L- listen, for anyone who's for if you somehow d- are or if this is your first time listening and you never listened to the old episodes, we have sort of a, we have a little bit. Sometimes we'll get into it a little, John and I, you know, we'll I'll give a him the banter. business. Yeah, exactly. A little banter. Um, and so I will occasionally call you stupid. I'll say you're stupid. I think you're stupid. You're an idiot. And you'll say, yo, you're an idiot. And that's what people like. And that's what makes for, sort of for a good podcast. Yeah, um, I mean, some people hate it, Chris. If you remember uh, from yeah. the old days, some people really did not like that at all. They were like, "Hey, hey, talk more about the X's and O's." Yeah, you know, I think they were like tic tac toe fans or something. Yeah, no They're shit. Like, that's hey. what. Oh, that would have been so fucking good if we had said that to the haters then, because we didn't really. Yeah, we didn't have a lot of stuff. We to just say. banned them. We banned them all. We, we said you're not allowed to listen to the show. Yeah, we can't, and it and it did blow up in our face a little bit. Yes, initially we got a big push when we, this is all true. By the way, initially. We we got a big yeah, push this is all true. and we had thousands of people listening because a lot of the sort of mainstream white cats people had sort of shared our stuff and it, and it and it got you know circulating around and we were having thousands of people listening and then almost immediately it it uh was it comfortably it was, settled into the low 100s to the low 100s because uh, essentially a bunch <laughs> of white caps fans who are just regular fans of the sport and everything they're like hey let's hear what happened in the game and then i was like john fucking jacked off and threw cum in my face and then they're <laughs> like what we want to hear about yeah. friggin we want to hear about max crapo and his and his injury uh, now Max Crapo was that would have been like he saved us so many times last season. So the actual the irony and the hilarity of sort of the one saving grace from the season before going down with the season ending surgery, season ending. Yeah. Oh, I guess. I mean, what? This isn't a season, really. This is this doesn't even count. Yeah. The Whitecaps made sure, though, that they they were like, hey, we want to get out ahead of this pandemic. Mm -hmm. They're like for every other team. 2020 is going to be the worst season in their team's history but for the white caps they were like no 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 2019 that's where we're going to do the most damage yeah what we're 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 getting out ahead of it we're going to be so bad in 2019 that 2020 even though sort of the whole world is falling apart it will actually seem not as bad for uh white caps fans because they've already dealt with 2019 but i will say this okay and John, do you have their lineup up in front of you by any chance? Sure. I mean, I can. Yeah, I've got their, I've got their, their, this, this is their roster. I don't know that I necessarily have. So, their, so like, let's, uh, let's go through the roster right now of what they, who they have right now. So, okay. Uh, let's, let's go through and, and decide you and I, who we think is worth keeping in what, and, and in who, what capacity and who they should just unload. And we'll get an idea. Barge how yeah how we feel you know the team should move forward so let's see let's let's just go let's start let's start with the coach mark dos santos i say we i think we i think we barge him yeah i think what you gotta do i think he's a fraud i I think think he's a fraud he's an absolute fraud he's absolutely not done anything other than in very low leagues and never proven himself in any way i'm not sure why he you know was ever even given the opportunity and i've said this since the start if you listen to the old episodes you will know that I have, 
I have been, I mean, maybe we weren't even talking about it on the old episodes, but I have been we very vocal but online. In, in our group chat, I mean, we've had a Whitecaps group chat for like five years, and you were very vocal Anti, about, uh, about uh, Mark Dos Santos being, being shitty. Yeah. I even think... though everyone was saying how good of a hire he was. That everyone was saying that when they hired him. Wow. This guy... I mean, you just couldn't ask for someone better to turn the ship around. And then I and then I remember saying, "What? Well, sorry, what?" I remember saying that. I remember people said you that. And I You're said, like, "Is the ship a barge? Yeah, Let's exactly. Put him on the Let's, barge if, and it, turn it, him around." Exactly. And that's what we should do. He should be actually driving the barge, um, because you know what? He that's is. that's what I he's mean, doing. The white caps are on a barge. They're on a fucking barge, and he's driving he's them driving out into it. the middle of fucking nowhere right now. So we might as well make it official and send them out there to fucking captain the goddamn thing. Okay, congrats. Right. Hey, you yeah. get the arm. Band MDS, you got the fucking armband and the go. captain's the SS hat. MDS. It's a garbage barge, and many of the players in the white caps. Yeah, are don't on worry, the barge. don't worry, Mark. You're not going to be lonely in your in your tr on your trip. I'll just say no. that. Okay, he's going to have a lot of for the people still on land are going to be a little bit more lonely. Totally. Let, let's just say that the people who are going to be allowed to stay on land won't be at risk of contracting COVID nineteen because no. there will be lots of space in between. They them. will be have no trouble to do social distancing. Zero. Not at all. On the barge, uh, it might be trouble. It depends on how big the barge. The barge, is. well, and that's the thing. And you I mean, know what? I think the who the barge is small. And who it's fucking and who fucking cares? I'm not. No, Chris. Those are the Chris. things that got me in trouble before. That's true. I'm not Podcast allowed to. Will not like that. Very I can't much at make all. those flippant jokes in regards to a very serious global pandemic that is taking people's lives. So I do apologize. I would like to make this a formal apology to the people at Podcaps and the Podcaps Nation. Uh, but let's Does go down Does it make this. you feel better that the Whitecaps uh, hired a coach last year with a history of racial abuse and then when the coach was outed with this history, the Whitecaps said that it wasn't a problem for them and they kept him as a coach. Yeah, Does that, that make you feel better about saying that? That was actually really one of the... Because that's the thing about the Whitecaps that a lot of people, if you don't... If you're not a fan of the Whitecaps or you're not like in the city of Vancouver, maybe you're not a big MLS fan, you might not really... You're probably aware of how poorly they do on the pitch. That's sort of, you know, it's tough yeah, to argue. You, you see the MLS highlights at all. You, know, you know, because how... you're like, every time we play the Whitecaps, we circle that game on the cat. That's guaranteed yeah. win night. We just absolutely fucking hump them. We just fucking, we're going to throw five down, you know? And, and yeah. But what you might not know is they actually do a worse job off the field with dealing with sort of anything to do with the, the back end. Apparently one of the worst employers in the history of employment, uh, if you go to their glass door, um, of course, as John is referring to here, uh, had, you know, a I think that's not the only scandal though. There was a scandal involving a coach who was also uh, involved with the uh, women's national team, correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was involved with the 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 Whitecaps have long had a, a women's branch of the team. They they were actually one of the most successful teams in the NWSL, and um, uh, yeah, a former player uh, from that team uh, accused a particular coach of um, sexual misconduct, uh, which her uh, her sort of um, you know coming out with that information was then backed up by many players. Uh, and it still took the Whitecaps several months uh, to remove him from his position with the Whitecaps. And that led to fans walking out of the game. Yeah, leaving. Uh, leaving. We were part of that. The Whitecaps, yeah. yeah, we were part of it. We were in the South Side. And uh, yeah, we were so fed up with the complete mishandling of this. Like, here's the thing, okay? In the year, obviously, 2020, things have really ramped up. 
as far as as Black Lives Matter and and the Me Too movement is still obviously going strong and all that kind of thing. And and now it seems like like the good example is the Real Salt Lake owner, Delloy Hansen, uh, got outed for past racist statements and he was essentially forced to sell the team almost immediately. But the Whitecaps, now they just, in the midst of all of this social climate last season, they were like, you know what? Let's take let's take some time. Let's take a look at this. Hey, I mean, we can't. We gotta look. Take a, we gotta look at all perspectives we here. Out. We gotta see all sides here. You know, sure it's we okay. don't know. We're not sure. I mean, yes, he was fired from another team. This is. I'm going back to the racist. Coach to the up. racial one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was sure he was fired from another team. <laughs> yeah, to, for throwing a banana at a black player, for overt racism. Yeah. And and fired from another team, and and you hired him. The reason he was available to be hired was because he was fired for overt racism. That is how he came onto your radar. And sorry, yeah. did you, he's not still with the club, though. No, yes, he is. <laughs> he is, Chris. You wouldn't think that he would be, but you'd think the White Caps no... say they believe in second chances. But if you do any research into his history at all, you would know that he's on about his sixth or seventh chance at this point. Ah, I see. I see. And you know what? I believe in second chances too, but I, I also believe in the rights of players who may in fact be people of color uh, being in an environment and playing uh, you know, for a club that does not condone racism where they can feel comfortable being there just the same as everybody else. So I don't know. There's, there's maybe is a few different sides to it that you maybe want to keep in mind. Uh, anyways, let's go down this roster though. Let's let's sure. This is... Yeah. So, well, this is in, this is in the order of their, of their kit numbers. Okay. okay. So that, that's how we're going through this roster. Okay. So here we go. Number one, uh, backup goalkeeper, Brian Meredith. I mean, I, 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 I don't care about whatever happens to him. I don't care. I don't know who he is. I don't fucking know him from shit. I don't know anything about him. I don't fucking want to know anything about him. I don't give a fuck. Okay, so he missed the MLS's back tournament because his mother passed away right before the tournament. Well, I, that, I, well um, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Don't, don't, you don't need to put it. Don't, I mean, you don't need to frame it like that after I've just said all that stuff. I mean, I you mean, said you didn't care what happened. Well, to him, so I, I'm, I'm not. To, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not happy to hear that. I mean. <laughs> But anyways, my point is I don't know this. No, I don't the even point know. is I don't know who he is either. I, I think he's been in the MLS for quite he's, – he's one of those what you would call an MLS lifer Yeah, is, is what you would say. So, he yes, he he uh, played for the New York Cosmos. So he played for Seattle Sounders in 2011-2012, uh, and then he wasn't good enough playing for the Sounders, so he went down to the USL and played for the New York Cosmos for a year. Then he got back with the San Jose Earthquakes – he was with the San Jose Earthquakes for three years and did not appear in a single game. Ah, the mark, uh, he was the mark the, of a real star. True. And then and then with Seattle, he was with Seattle uh, for three years as well. He made one appearance, but he made 25 appearances for their USL farm team, the Tacoma Defiance, ah. uh, before the Whitecaps signed him at the age of 31 this year to be their backup goalkeeper. Beautiful. And he's actually not playing anyways because the – or maybe he is now because Thomas Hassal no, or whatever, right? Yeah, so Hassal has has emerged as a as a you know a potential future uh, star for the team, but we'll get we'll get to him. We'll get mm -hmm. to him. Uh, so number three, defender Christian Gutierrez, young, right? This is a young defender. Uh, I think he I plays. Think... I, 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 if I'm not mistaken, he plays on one of the wings. He's 23. Yeah. 
I mean, so. I, I could I, again. One of these guys is. A, I think he's an academy guy, right? Am I wrong about that? I think it's an academy. Uh, he, yeah. So he's not an academy guy, but he was born in Quebec, uh, but then has been playing in Chile for the last couple of years. Uh, okay. And then came back, and then came back. He played for Colo Colo in Chile. That's where. What's um, his name played? Somebody, somebody uh, from the Whitecaps. Yeah, right the um, um, what's his name? Rivera's or um, Rivero. Uh, Oswald. Uh, what was his name? Yeah. Now we can. Octavio Rivera. I think it was Rivero or Rivera. Rivero. Rivero. Yeah, right. I think it's You're Rivero. Rivero. Um, yes, okay, so I, I don't know much about Gutierrez. He seems okay. He seems okay. But uh, th- these are the types of players that we fill our roster out with. Well, that... yeah. He's a starter. He's a starter. Yeah. Okay. He's not a developing guy. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, number four, and he's on loan. Uh, Ranko Veselinovich. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of this guy. I think he, f- f- from the little that I've seen, he looks like he's got quite a bit of upside to him. He looks like he's, yes, a, ra- he's a raw talent. Like he, he I seems think he's a to. Player. Yes. Uh, so I think he has it in. He's also young as well. I think, right? He is. Yeah. So I would, I would keep Ranko. I would keep him. I, I All he, right. he so would Ranko's be... on the beach. We've left Ranko on the beach. Mm-hmm. Christian, we're not sure. We gave him a paddle boat. He's not quite in the barge, but he's not on land. Yeah, either. he's in a paddle boat, sort of deciding. People are in the barge, trying to sort of get their arms out, and somebody's on the beach, and he's sort of, we'll decide at the end. Yes. Uh, number seven, David Malinkovic. Now, this is a guy who, of course, came in. They Another guy who was apparently just absolutely terrible in the locker room. Absolute scumbaggery all the time. Refused to show up to practice when he didn't start. Uh, you know, absolutely hated. Was it Hull City that he played for? I believe he was at Hull City. Correct. Hull City. Yeah. So uh, absolutely hated. But I will say, I had a personal thing where I was like, "Oh, great, screw this guy, whatever." Like this fucking, we got another shit ass guy coming in or whatever. And then I saw some like interview where he gave, where he sort of showed a human side and sort of said, "Hey, you know what? I'm I'm willing to to bear down." And 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 I it 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 struck a chord with me where I said, "You know what? I shouldn't be so judgmental. I've been that way as well. Let's give this guy a chance." He came out and he looked pretty good initially. He looked okay. He's, he's looked, looked okay. okay. I will say this though, uh, I he's he's a off the bench, off the bench. That, that that's all I'm. He's no, never, but he starts for us, Chris. No, he can't starts be a starter. But but I will say I'm not barging him, and it's only it's only from a personal thing. Is that I have a soft spot for this guy, from a personal level. So you I want do to give him a second chance. I want to. I'm all about second chances, John. Now I do want to give. That. I do want to give him a second chance. I do want to. I want him never to play, not even a single second. I don't even want him to come out on the field. I don't even want him to have a uniform. He shouldn't have a uniform. He should be in his street clothes, but he gets to come in and the game and cheer everybody on, be a part of the team. And he can fair? sit on the bench. Like no. we go in street clothes. No, no, he can't. The... He can't. He's got to oh, stand okay. stand the... just to the side of the bench where everybody's sitting. But closer than we okay. could. Closer okay. than we could. So... Like with the group. Right. Okay. So they like they know like they say like, hey, David. Well, they don't like, talk they to him. No, practice, no, no. Practice. They don't. They ignore him completely. Like he's not there. But he's allowed to physically come close to them. Okay. Not, so I mean, he's co- close. with COVID. Quite, not that close. No, but, he's you know got a mask. I mean? He's got a mask on. He's not full allowed to mask. Touch full mask, so you can't actually tell who it is. And full body suit. He's the mascot. <laughs> he's, yeah, <laughs> he's Spike. David yeah. Milinkovic is Spike. David Milinkovic is now the mascot. Okay, next. That's we like that. Okay, number nine. Uh, our our only DP as of them. Or I guess sorry, one of our two de- designated players, Lucas Cavallini. Yeah, Lucas Cavallini. He's he's on the team. 
Yeah, it would be you wouldn't know necessarily. Lucas Cavallini he, from, he from out team, of the MLS from Team Canada. Out of the MLS's back tournament because of COVID concerns, which is totally fair. But yeah. he's he's started, I believe, two games since. Mm, and you? he's yet to score because uh you sure he was no out there? You sure he was I out think there? He I think he was out there. Cause I was I was watching these games and I I got my binocs out and everything my binoculars out like while you're watching from the couch exactly while I'm watching okay. on the television I got that's the binoc- how close you follow this team <laughs> exactly and I and I tell you I sat there all game long with my binoculars I didn't see him once you're wow. telling me he's on the team yeah he's on the team tell me he takes maybe it's because the Whitecaps never get into the final third of the yeah. field is that yeah. why you didn't see him you think. A hundred. In all honesty, I I was I was excited about Cavallini. I think Cavallini is a genuine talent. He's a fucking pure goal scorer. He will score fucking goals if he gets service. That is the bottom line. He is fucking powerful, strong. He will find ways to get there and get in front of the net if you provide him any level of service. The Whitecaps currently have literally nobody to provide him any service. Inbaum maybe was your only thought of somebody who can pick out a pass. I mean, who the fuck in our midfield are we talking about here? Russell fucking Tybert, Andy fucking Rowe. Owusu seems like decent, but he seems like a very defensive-minded uh, uh, yeah. player whose who's you know ball movement doesn't seem to be his strength. Although I, we've seen it's such a small amount we've seen of him, but like the guy's on a fucking island. Like and 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 of course, of course, just like every other fucking striker that's come here, just like fucking Freddie, just like like that, that's what fucking happens. It, they they do not. Yeah, we haven't had service for for five years. They we're, do we're not. Like, we're we're on like Kudo Mobile, and we're in a elevator that's insulated with concrete. Um, and 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 we ha- you have to. It's very fucking simple. It's like, of course, being successful in footy when you're dealing with someone else's tactics, and you have all these players and all these. It's not simple, but there is a simple concept. You have to attack as a team and defend as a team, and the Whitecaps do not have that. They they send the ball uh, uh, f- from the back. They play it out of the back, and nobody moves out. And there's you'll see it. I mean, in that first fucking game against Toronto, in that first fucking game against Toronto, holy shit, where they just got like absolutely thumped. Like <laughs> yeah. like it was literally there was no there was just like the attacking players up here, seventy yards, and then the defending players. I mean, I mean, there's zero tactics. They have no fucking idea what they're doing on the field. And and MDS has had a long time. He gets to pick these players. He gets to work with them. Why do they never have a fucking clue what they're doing on the field? Well, Chris, now you know that MDS is just waiting for the right transfer window to get the guys that he truly wants. That's what he's just been waiting for. He said at the last four transfer windows that they got to wait until the next transfer window so he can get it right. John. I mean, how many times do you think he can actually say that to the people before he's said it four times before JJ and, you know, some of these other people fucking start? Have they been? Because I don't even follow it anymore. I, 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 I don't even follow it anymore because this is what's truly happened to the Whitecaps. And anyone who's a fan knows this. Nobody fucking cares anymore. And that no, is that is the absolute fucking that is the death of us of a club. If everybody hates them like Manchester United screaming and yelling, get the owners out. Fuck that. They've got that passion, that anger. That's one thing. But when everyone stops fucking caring, that's the death of a club. And that's really what's happening. Nobody fucking cares anymore. But has anybody called him out on that fact, on the fact that he says this every single time? 
Uh, well, I mean, he just he just said it again. Uh, this so right now we're in a transfer window because of you know things are a little bit screwed because of COVID. Uh, but here I'll get the direct quote for you, Chris, and you'll recognize this quote because as we say, he has said it now for I believe at least three transfer windows uh, in a row. So th this is the quote here. Uh, because of the tough environment in the transfer window of not wanting to rush in a stupid way and then do mistakes, we want to make sure that the two, three positions that are very important for us in the next window, we get it right. And so this is like three straight windows where he has talked about, specifically said, well, we got to wait for the next transfer window because we're just, we can't rush into any stupid decisions. But Chris, and again, you'll forgive me for for maybe saying this, but but the last couple transfer windows... Uh, he's had time and he's still made very bad decisions. Yes. His decision-making is really bad and his ability to uh, uh, assess talent is obviously very bad. His ability to assess needs for a team and to build a, a team that works well together is bad. I, I mean, there's, there's like, what... Two to three players. How fucking long have we been hearing two to three fucking players? How fucking long have we been hearing Since that? Since he got here. Since he got here. Because he so, came so in the middle of So who are these players? So, so you bring these players. And, 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 and I'll say this, okay? I know I, I saw a lot of people who said, you know, uh, I'm okay with them getting rid of Inbom, you know, to, to try to get a, a number 10 or to, a proper, like, whatever. I, I, I disagree. I absolutely disagree. I think, and Inbaum scored already, right? In, in, uh, yeah, he's already Duke. got a goal and two assists, I believe, in so three appearances. Inbaum in is a fucking quality player. Is a fucking quality player. That's why he fucking starts for South Korea, which is a quality fucking world-class nation that plays at the World Cup. And that's why now he's playing on a much better team and starting and, and producing for them because he is a fucking quality player. All right. You need to surround him with some other fucking quality players in the midfield so that the responsibility wow. is not entirely his. That is Chris, the issue. They do have Russell Tybert playing right beside him all the time. P the only thing that I've seen that's kind of nice is people are finally starting to turn on Russell Tybert. Just the casual fans of the Whitecaps are starting to recognize the mediocrity that is fucking uh, associated with having somebody like Russell Tybert in your fucking lineup. It's fine. You, you, hey, you want to be a team that squeaks in and gets the sixth spot maybe and makes it to the second round of the playoffs as your fucking ceiling? Then, yeah, by all means, sign Russell Tybert and fucking give him the captain's armband. But if you want to fucking win a title and, and you want to fucking compete for it, then you got to get the that those people the fuck out of your team or just have them play in the Canadian fucking championships. Have them fill out your roster as a Canadian, you know? Yeah. No, I, I agree, but they, they really liked the MDS really just thought Tybert and Inbaum were quite a pair back there. So Tybert uh, <laughs> just runs or just runs around really fast. It looks like he's running fast because his legs are so short. So he has to move them so fast. So it looks like he's going faster than he is. He's actually very slow. And as everybody knows, everyone tries to point to his passing percentage. He never passes the ball forward. And never. If, if you never, you need they should to call Russell Tybert lateral because that is the only direction. He sometimes. Ever Sometimes you have to pass the ball forward in, in soccer because guess what? The, the goal is forward. The goal is in front of you and forward. So you, can't, you literally cannot score a fucking goal by passing it backwards. So occasionally, if you'd like to win a match, you have to be able to play the ball forward. Sorry. Let's go to the next person. <laughs> Number 11, Christian Dahomey. 
another guy who what's the other guy who they had who was this guy before who is really fat venuto a venuto uh was that it was him as well we've had another oh, and um yeah uh lucas venuto and we had another guy he he looked how bad the team was he had uh, uh he, had, he had he had dreads in it in last last bangor last bangor so these are all the same you know a lot of pace uh a little bit of trickery um and just seem to Again, I don't know. I, I think Dahomey, same with Venuto, same with Lass. I think surrounded by a, a good team that had other players around, I think they could be okay. But I don't know that you've ever had a chance to to see it. And it, it, for me, like Dahomey, he's shown flashes just like those other guys did. And he's generally sort of been, you know, unable to get involved, which, again, can just be the case when you're an attacking player for the Vancouver Whitecaps. Yeah. Uh, number 12, Freddie Montero. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what the fuck, man? I love Freddie. He's good at coffee. He's got a good coffee shop. I love Freddie. He seems, you know, he loves God and seems everything. Like you know, he yeah. loves God and God. I mean, is also good. has a, a sexual assault charge in his past, but. Does he? Yep. Oh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> God damn it. All right, never mind. I don't like Freddie. I, I, so and, <laughs> wait, and, no, Chris. You but you do have to con before you decide whether you like Freddie or not. Don't you think you need to do like a six month investigation? Yes. See, that's interesting. The way I work, I don't. You know, <laughs> okay. I just so kind of make so it. You're as, comfortable I with just, like I'm comfortable hearing if somebody was uh, uh you know accused even. I, I I'll I'll tend to. You know, with no other information, I will believe the person who is accusing because I don't think they have a whole lot to gain from accusing. So that is my go to. That's where I start, you know, without okay. any other. And that's an interesting strategy, Chris. But so... I, I'm going to side with you on that on that strategy. I think that's probably the best way to approach it. So Freddie Montero, I mean, off field aside, this is a nightmare having him as even a part of our lineup. He's not oh, part yeah, of the lineup. He's, he's washed. He's been washed. I mean, again, again. He can score, though. As a second striker, if we're playing with a decent team and he was playing as that second striker in behind Cavallini, as he did with um, uh, uh, in Portugal for Lisbon uh, when he was at the best part of his career, when he was at the height, I think he still could be effective. I really do. Oh, he definitely could. I he, think he, he could. could. Sure he cannot He's be only the man. 33. He's not as old as he seems. He's only but, 33. I mean, I think you got to barge him, though. You got to barge him, though, because of the oh. contract. Because of the contract. Right? Oh, no question. Yeah, we tie him to the propeller. Yeah, he's <clears> out. <throat> he's gone. We love you, yeah. Freddie, but you're gone. We don't wait. You're we don't on the love barge, you. baby. And we don't. Number don't 13, Derek Cornelius. I keep Cornelius. Uh, yeah, I think Cornelius is on the beach. I think Cornelius stays. Cornelius has it in. It has a big upside. Same as Ranko. I think both of them young defenders with a big upside, raw talent uh, uh, that you know probably need a little bit of forming and a little bit of uh, you know what they're not going to get from Mark Dos Santos. Uh, they probably oh, need a little yeah. bit of that. Um, but yeah, I think Cornelius. I'm not also. I mean, a Canadian national team player as well. I think he's done yep. well for Canada. So I'm, I'm keeping him. I'm keeping him. Me too. Number 14, Theo Bear. Same thing. 
Same thing. I mean, you could say the same thing. He's an attacker, but you could say the same thing that, yeah. uh, about him that you yeah, could about Corey. He's got a couple Cornet. nice goals. He's he got it in him. He's, he clearly he's, has it in him. He's a big physical specimen of a person. He's big and strong, and uh, you know he's got speed. He's got skill. He's young with a huge upside. I think there's a chance he becomes a real good MLS player, so I would say keep him for sure. Yeah. I, I, here's my prediction, Chris, and this might shock you. Um, I think he becomes a good MLS player, not with the white caps. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's. I think he gets like, you know, he'll get signed by like LAFC or something and then score like 10 goals and get five assists and be yeah, like, yeah. He'll be like a best option off the bench. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, now, Chris, I I know this next guy is one of your favorite guys. So I'm excited to talk about this guy with you. And this guy is like, if the other players are on the beach, this guy's like in the city. He's like so far <laughs> safe. Uh, and that's number 15, Andy Rose. <laughs> I I hate Andy Rose. I, I shouldn't say that because I'm trying to be better with that. He does seem like a good guy. He's a human being. I don't hate him as a human being. He seems very nice. I'm sure he's lovely and his family loves him and they care about him a lot. As a soccer player, as a athlete, as somebody who is playing for the team that I support, I, I, I wish he is never there. I wish he had never came. I would never want to see him in the lineup. I think he is a VMSL Division One player. I don't even think he's a Premiership in the VMSL. I, that's I genuinely the Vancouver Men's Soccer. Yeah, league sorry, that's Vancouver league, Men's Soccer League. Here. So Men's League. Yeah. He's he's a Men's League player. Watch a fucking game. See if you can get yourself a fucking uh, uh, a game that Andy Rose plays in. And watch the entire thing and just watch him play his entire game. Watch him play the whole thing and tell me that's not a fucking men's league player that you've played against. I have played against that fucking guy. You've played against Andy Rose. I, have, I swear to God, I've played against fucking Andy Rose. The guy is. <laughs> the way, I think it's the way he runs. Yeah. The way he runs looks like every step hurts him. And his like, running, like his running is a, a men's league player would. Yes. Like he looks like a men's league player that's playing at 9 a.m. on a Sunday that yeah. had like a few drinks the night before and every step hurts. Yeah, he, that's definitely his running has something to do with it. But it is also his level of play. For, oh, yeah, for he's real. not a good player. And, I'm, and, and, and the only I will. OK, I will because I'm I'm hey, I can be the bigger man. He's been he was better as a center back. When they sure moved him to center back, he, he was a better okay there. Games at center a couple back, okay games. I still don't want him anywhere near it. I want him underneath the barge, getting sucked up in the propeller or whatever. Uh, okay, I do not allow, again. I'm not allowed to say that. I did, yes, he's on the barge. He should go on the barge. He's but, on the barge for sure. Yeah. But yeah, he's better defender than he is I midfielder. Think, I think the thing with Andy too is that he is a guy that. Uh, is like symptomatic of the problems that the Whitecaps have, right? Like they bring him into the club as a 34-year-old guy uh, who had good years in the MLS when the MLS was not nearly as good as it is now. Important so to remember. Guy so yeah, like the MLS gets better year after year. The Whitecaps never year. think about that. They don't, they, they don't. don't consider. They have players that are 2009 MLS players, and they think yeah. that's okay And that's now. the thing with Andy, right? They're like, oh, well, he was a good player in this league, and so the league has gotten better, and he's gotten older. But you know what? I bet he's still good. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's a problem. They they what what the the Whitecaps often do, it, it genuinely feels like they'll do this. They they bring somebody in to just fill the roster out. And sometimes they'll yeah, say, "Hey, we do. need players. We need to fill in these spots." And then those guys will end up fucking starting. And then all of a sudden yeah. they're playing fucking holding midfielder for us fucking 12 games out of the year. And it's like, "No, this guy is a fucking down the line fucking uh, like a Yeah, if a he's bench playing player. for your team, you got problems. You have huge problems. But you've they, got they, you've got five injuries if he's playing for your team. But but with no injuries, MDS has got him in the starting lineup, you know. Anyways, yeah, all right, crazy. next next player. 16 goalkeeper Max Crepo. I mean, you got to keep Kripo around. I think he's a good, he's a really good MLS goaltender. I, I think, agree. I think he just is. He's, and you know, I think when he's healthy, he's keeps us in, a, kept us in a lot of games. He, you know, he had a couple of howlers, I think at the end of last season or the beginning of this yeah. before the lockdown, maybe. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think it was the beginning of this before the lockdown happened, but he had a couple I, last year, a too. couple last year, but, but I, I don't think it's where I, I don't think it's a big problem. Like I think that I think still his shot, saving ability uh is is high level and i and he's and he's young enough and i think you definitely keep him around i agree he's on the beach uh 17 leonard owusu haven't seen enough of him so i'm keeping him around to give a chance i like his tenacity in the midfield uh i i he he's a hard-working player uh tenacious tackler who seems like a decent passer but again i i just i'm keeping him because i haven't seen enough of him Right. We've seen him play a couple of fucking games and these games have been a joke, you know, so we'll give him a kayak. Yeah, it it could capsize it anymore. It could turn over. Yes. But he's out there in a kayak. He's trying his best to get back to the beach. Yep. Uh, We have not seen this guy play yet. Number 19, Janio Bikel. Yeah, we can't. We don't know. We can't even say. Can't even say. Uh, Oh, we did see him play. What? That's not true. That's not true. He He came on and played right back. When somebody got injured, he came on uh, uh, for one game and played right at right back. Uh, yeah, you're right. He has played one game. Yeah, I remember that. But yeah, nice. we didn't. It wasn't enough of, and that's not even his natural position. His natural. Well, he's a he's a he's wing a back DM. or a defensive <clears throat> midfielder. So Our I whole think. team is DMs. Every midfielder we have is a defensive midfielder. All of them. Owusu, Bikel, Rose, Tybert. They're all DMs. We have no one who can pass the ball forward. Uh, number 20, uh, Yasser Kamiri. Guy's wild. He's, he's got that, you know, he, to me, I, I don't, I don't know about him. I, I, I don't know. Again, he is very raw and he does seem to have a big upside, very athletic, very strong year last year. So it's tough to say. tough to say for sure. Uh, to me, he, he does, he, he sort of feels like he could end up being a bit of a bust, you know, like yeah, I don't I feel think like he's probably that good. I don't think he's gonna be that good, to be honest. But yeah, no, fucking barge him. We're fucking cleaning house. There's no time to be nice here. Get him out. You're he's, right. He's gone. We'll throw him on the barge, uh, and he'll probably get injured on the way down. Yeah. Uh, number twenty-two, Eric Godoy. I love Godoy. I think Godoy is a solid player. I think that's hurt him a lot this the beginning of the year, not having him in the lineup. I agree. He's he our, was our best. I think he was probably our best player last year. Yeah, he's our best. Yeah, Most our best consistent. defender for sure. I I, I like Godoy. Yeah. I think Godoy is a very solid. He can play at the right back as well. He played a little bit there, so he's got a little. Uh, yeah, I, I I like him. Definitely keep around. One of my favorite Whitecaps actually. He's on the beach. 
Number 27, uh, Ryan Raposo. I like him. I like him too. He's one of the, gonna be pretty decent. He's one of the few bright spots of this early time. Sort of a surprising, scored some, you know, in preseason, scored some nice goals. I think even mm-hmm. in maybe even in the MLS's back no, not MLS's back tournament, but he's he's played really well and he's made a difference. Yeah. He, he's, he made a few appearances in the tournament, but he wasn't great. He's he's a spark plug though, who will who will yeah. come out and cause trouble. A really good sort of uh Jermaine Defoe type, obviously, um, you know they're both small and really fast, but the type of guy you bring on the field as a sub when with tired legs, someone who's just going to run at you over and over and over again and just ground you into the, uh, uh, drive you into the ground. I think that yeah, I, I think he could be really effective off the bench, definitely, and I can play a few different positions. I think too, so I like him. Keep yep. him for sure. Okay, he's on the beach uh, now. Again, another one of your fave guys, number twenty-eight, Jake Nerwinski. Yeah, I mean. Honestly, the guy looks like he just got back from a fucking Proud Boys Trump rally <laughs> with his fucking shit ass haircut. He's American too, right? Oh yeah, he's I American. would say almost a hundred percent Trump voter, almost one hundred percent Trump voter, and also fucking sucks, mind he's you. Not good. He fucking the thing sucks. With Jake is that J- Jake is like again? We're talking about the past MLS, and Jake is like he is a mls 2015 player yeah you know like his first year in the league he was good remember we were like whoa this guy's like found money we got him in the second round of the mls draft and he looks good solid he was fast he was decent defensively he got in a few nice crosses what year was that assists. what year was that and then the league has just completely passed him by but that was you said his first year was 2015 and he was good or 2016, I can't remember. Well, because exactly. I was just going to say, though, because 2016 is when Donald Trump became president, and all of a sudden his <laughs> life would have changed a lot. We're all of a sudden now his guy's in power, and maybe he's like a little bit. So that's – I'm thinking Trump presidency affected Jake Nowitzki. 20, 2017 was uh, – and he was a first-round pick, not a second-round so pick. So it didn't. So he was he started when Trump was already in office. All right. So but my, maybe that was – he had a really good senior year at college. Or that, and, which is what got him into the MLS. Yeah, so maybe he I was just so pumped up. Yeah, he was so pumped up about Trump. He was so pumped up about making America great again that he was like, I'm going to make fucking soccer great again. And then it's sort of like, you know, he's he, going to make the Whitecaps great again. He just wouldn't stop t- saying what he was going to do. He only would play for the Whitecaps. He refused to play for any <laughs> team. Uh, team of color caps okay so anyways uh let's move on to the next jake is definitely on the barge he gets a first fucking ticket on there get the fuck out yeah Yeah. number 29 jordy reyna or jordy reyna i should say jordy reyna's really a quite a good player but you know what he was he's involved in a in a murder of a young woman i say let's let's use this opportunity to toss him on out all right let's let's go you know he's a good he's a good player let's just get the murder people adjacent people just out you know yeah you're right you're right because i I remember when he like kind of you know when he was like exonerated or or they you know they officially said that he wasn't involved and i was just like well like i've never i've never been around a murder you know like you got to be some shit's got to be going on where like you're I, just like around, like you're just yeah. around for a murder. You know what I mean? Like, like that's, yeah, I don't and have, the girl I, was underage, I, and there was reports that he was dating her. So that's also oh, and and yeah, it's, it's a great point. Like, although he may have not directly murdered somebody, and you can't really f- find someone you know responsible for that, it maybe doesn't show the best 
character to be in that situation in the first place uh, around yeah, people who are around. murdering young uh, women. But yeah, we'll get we'll get him out of here. And, and you know what? I'm getting a little. I kind of I think I feel like unless there's another number in between, I feel like I know who the next person is. <laughs> there's no number. I mean, I feel like you've already made your feelings about this next player known. Yes, and so I just feel like. Let's the next just, player is number 31, Russell Tybert. Russell Tybert is the barge. <laughs> the SS Tybert. The SS Tybert. Let's take take his body apart. No, no, Chris, you're not allowed to say that stuff. Um, no, don't say that. So let's, we'll just, we'll stretch him out real, real far and wide, and then everybody sits on top of him, and he becomes the barge. I mean, I don't know. I, how can I say that he is the worst player it ever in the he's the he is the my least favorite player to ever play for the white caps ever wow ever yeah, you? i mean I, any of those people you're thinking of the big flops no 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 because they were they came and went this is a guy who has yeah, been right. here the whole fucking time dragging us down time. dragging us right to the bottom of the middle yeah you're right uh We've only seen this guy play one game, but we could talk about the fact that he was even allowed to play a game. Number 32, Patrick Metcalf. So why, why was he? He started. Oh, that's he right. He started right. last week. And he was good. Was he? Oh, no, that was the other guy. Who was the guy who started that was actually good uh, in the midfield? Somebody started in the midfield and had a really good uh, game. George uh, Mukambilwa. No, no, that's not who it was, I don't think. Let me take a look. Maybe it was Metcalf. Maybe I'm thinking of Metcalf. I think you might be thinking of him. I mean, I didn't watch the game. I hate the white cap. Yeah. Oh. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. I was just oh. putting my mic back in the stand. Um, yeah, so Metcalf. I, I, now I, again, yeah, because I, I, well, I do watch the games, but I don't really pay attention to what's going on. I just, like, get angry at it. I just, like, getting mm -hmm. so angry the whole time. Um, so, yeah, I'm not – Sure. I would say, how old is he? Oh, he's young, young, like 20, I think. Yeah, we'll keep that. him around. We'll keep him around anyways. Keep him around. Okay. How many of our players uh, he's 20, do we have? He's 21. How many of our players do we have left? Uh, well, I'm going to skip some of the homegrown guys that have never played for the team. So we got like three guys left. Here we go. Perfect. Okay, number 51, Thomas Hassall. Yeah, I mean, I he's been good, right? I think he, he yeah, has been quite good. Him and Crapo is a one, two. Are they both Canadian? Is Hassal Canadian? Are, is yeah. Having, having two Canadians, two Canadians. But I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't mind having him around. I worry that Hassal is like the new Carducci though. He's like kind of short. Yeah. He's young. So we're like giving him the benefit of the doubt, but like, and he had a really good tournament. Yeah. But like, he might not be that good. No, it's true. It's true. But he's I mean, young. But he's young. Yeah, he's, like, young. he's got a lot of chance to grow. And, and he let seems me tell like a great you, kid. I'll give you a little. The, the, there's a barge leaving next week as well. Oh, okay. So, so, this is, he, so he's not on the preliminary barge. No, but you no, never Yeah, you don't, bar, you don't barge a 21-year-old goalkeeper who was arguably the MVP of the tournament. And currently starting for them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, you don't barge that guy. Uh, our other designated player, number 53, Ali Adnan. See ya! See you later. And I was I was a huge Adnan supporter, big fan I of was his. Too I was I, I pushed for uh, back against the whole <laughs> notion of not wanting to have a DP that is a left back because you know he attacked so much and he was a such a, a a great option on the wing, crossing and whatnot, and and you know scoring some goals as well. Um, but I don't know what it is. If it's the quarantine, if it's what exactly has happened during the off season or whatever it is, but like. 
I mean, he's he takes entire portions of the game off. He he just takes oh, yeah. entire portions of the game off. Sometimes he'll lose the ball up the field and he just won't run back. He's a left back. He he's a left defender and he just won't run back at all. And it's like, yeah, I, I you gotta. I'm now with all those people who say you gotta use your DP spots for better stuff than a left back. I think it was. Uh, I think it's proven to be. I I, I supported. It. I thought he was great, but I don't think it's proving to be a good decision because he is. You know, you know, a left back. I would use a DP spot on. Who? Alfonso Davies. Mm. Yeah. Well, there are a few, you know, if they were, you know, like the best left back. D- I'm just saying, I mean, that might be controversial, but I would, I would bring him back. You know what though? I wouldn't bring him back to the white caps because no. he doesn't, you would never do that. You would never taint. He's already been tainted enough. Poor kid. Let him, he's having a time of his life now. You want to bring him back to this fucking shit? Think yeah, about how, having, having to deal with all Bob Leonard no. Doozy and shit. I will put, I'll put Davies in a helicopter looking down at the barge. Just being like, hey. Alfonso Davies is, is, what a dream. And let's, just to be it's a little positive, how wonderful has it been? How great has it been watching this fucking kid? Holy shit. He's genuinely well, going to become one of the best players in the world. And we got to watch him play live. Very cool. A bunch. We saw. Yeah. We were there for his first game. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible. So that's incredible. And, uh, you know, just to add to the Whitecaps' issues, uh, they tried to like stiff Davies out of money when he left the team for Bayern. So, Classic. Seventeen-year-old kid, and they they are like, ah, you know what? We're good. they tried to like screw him over in his out clause, and the Whitecaps got twenty million dollars since he won the Champions League. They got money for that too. So he's like maxed the return for the Whitecaps. I believe the original transfer fee was 13 million uh, euro and with a, with clauses that could get it up to 18 million. And I believe Davies has hit all of those clauses. Yeah. So they made 18 million off of Davies and were the worst team in the MLS. So where did that money, where is it? Who are we spending it on? Where's, where did it go? Cavallini, some of it, but yeah. Some, yeah, Cavallini, which is fine. That's good. I was happy we signed But that's him, not but enough. Like, it's not, it's, it's not enough. MLS, it's not even close to it's enough. It's not even close to enough. It's not even close. And it's also, you know what fucking pisses me? You know who I want to put on the barge? The Whitecaps social media team. Wow. Let's send them on the barge. Let's barge the shit out of them too, because they, they well, and again, I'm sure the directive is coming from up top, but like the amount that they brag about Davies yeah is crazy to me he's been gone for two years yeah you fucked him over on the way out and then now you're gonna tweet like oh congrats on winning the champion it's all they have man it's all they have they need some positivity right like they have literally nothing positive to tweet about it's sickening that that's the only thing that they have yep it is so brutal it's so brutal who's the last player oh and another guy i know you have a tremendous amount of respect for uh, number 87, Tossing Ricketts. He scored that nice goal, <laughs> I think, one time. Uh, yeah, I mean, if that's if this is what... Hey, hey, listen, if this is what you fucking want, if this is what you fucking people want, then just fucking tell us, okay? If you're fucking happy with this, if you're happy with having a team with fucking Tosant Ricketts and fucking Andy Rose and Russell Tybert and will fucking work really, really hard to potentially get that last spot every year and then we'll lose in the first round every single year and we'll never show any fucking willingness to, to, to try to win. If you want that, that's fine. But to me, that's what Toss Enrique says. He is absolutely 
uh, uh, mediocrity. That is the the yeah. Hi- yeah that's the, the height that you're going to get to is the mid. That's it. You'll get to the middle with players like that in your lineup. He's he's the same as to me. He is the same as Andy Rose. It's like the same type of backwards thinking. Like last summer, the team was kind of flagging. Uh, you know, they had brought in Inbaum, they had brought in Adnan, uh, but the team, the results were flagging. Um, as we said, MDS's tactics appeared to not be working or he just appeared to not even tell the players what to do. Um, and they really needed some reinforcements in the summer transfer window. And, and that was when MDS, uh, again said, Oh, transfer windows are so tricky. Uh, and he brought in tossing Ricketts who, uh, w- was not playing anywhere. Uh, so he he had been on TFC. TFC didn't like him enough to bring him back. He had been sitting on the bench until July. And the only person we brought in in the summer transfer window was Toss St. Ricketts to try and make the team better. And then we subsequently signed him after he came in and played like shit, signed him to a two-year deal. That's what I mean. The, the, these players like, that makes no calling, sense you're like, oh, okay. And then that was the wild thing too, is it was like, Okay, we're bringing they're bringing him just to fill in the back end of the roster, but that doesn't end up being the case. He ends up playing. These players end starting. up fucking playing and starting for the team. Starting you know? a bunch. He started a ton like, last year. How the year. fuck is that? How the fuck is that? Yeah, this guy, this guy, and and again, Rickett seems like a great guy. He's been on the Canadian national team forever. Seems really nice. Seems really seems nice. Like a really, really good guy. So this is not anything personal. He's made sixty-one appearances for Canada. He's a good guy. Uh, we but, don't, yeah, yeah. Like, we don't he, know if he, he is. Was, he might be a bad guy. We don't know him at you're all. Right. We know Publicly, nothing about him. Publicly, he seems nice enough. And all of these people, I don't have any problem with any of them personally. Russell Tybert seems like a normal dude, a guy also, who yeah. I would talk to and have a normal sure conversation with. It, my gripe is with their ability to play <laughs> and with the lack of ability in the team that I have supported my whole life and that I would like to see play entertaining quality football and and show some uh, 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 eagerness to 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 win you know and that just we yeah. never have seen that as i said no. early on ricketts I, has made 13 appearances for the caps the nobody cares anymore and that's that's a big problem you know we did this podcast we came to sort of you know we thought it'd be a fun thing to do check back in but but that's the truth you've got to see it you've got to recognize it nobody cares yeah. People no. have lost interest in this club altogether. Uh, uh, there was reports that they were trying to sell uh, before the COVID, the owners. Uh, I mean, well, that would be great. That, that's our, that, is, that, is, that is our only hope. If you care about the Whitecaps and you, and you care about them at all, the only hope is if they sell. So, I mean, I, I will be – now, I didn't get rid of my season tickets, John. What You guys all did. I kept my season tickets, but I, I will say that – after everything that's happening now, I, I'm 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 out as well. I'm not I'm not coming back next year to to pay you know money to watch this fucking you know dumpster fire bullshit uh, uh, happening. You know it's 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 I I tried, but until they get rid of the owners and have uh, new owners, because I'm I'm now confident it's not about the owners doing this or making the right decision. They don't have it in them. They don't know. They don't have a vision. They don't care. They don't care. They they don't give a fuck. The Whitecaps were an investment for them. Yeah. That's it. They they paid they paid thirty million dollars. Fuck Steve Thirty million Nash. dollar expansion fee. Fuck Steve Nash. And they came in. Fuck you, Steve and... Nash. Fucking yeah. scumbag. Fuck your gyms. Fuck you and your fuck fucking the Brooklyn gyms. Nets. Fuck you, the Nets. Fuck you and your legacy in the league. Fuck you, Steve Nash. 
Fuck your yeah. stupid brother Martin as well, just because he's associated with soccer and probably has something to do with it. So fuck him as well. Uh, but that's what we need. We need the owners gone. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I think get rid of MDS. Happened, they're just going to sign in. You know, they brought in Axel Schuster. Uh, what, what, what's this guy? Who knows? I mean, we brought in a guy who was Mark Panis, who was ah. seen as like, you know, a really, really good hire and a really good guy. Uh, and we got rid of him in six months. So the only, as everybody knows, the only member of the Whitecaps executive ever to reach out and have discussions with the fans, the only one that they have ever openly liked and supported. And what do the Whitecaps do? They fucking fire that guy. The they only guy, the he only well guy that the fans actually liked and, and responded to. Let's get rid of him and keep all of the people that have been here forever that all the fans fucking hate. Yeah, Leonard Doozy, we still here. He, we, we fired him as president, but hey, he's still around. Bob still Leonard Doozy is the stupidest he's standing man. Standing beside the bench with uh, Malinkovich. Bob Leonard Doozy is the stupidest man I've ever spoken to on the phone. I've said that a number of times. And I do prank calls to the dumbest conservative radio hosts in the world all day long. And Bob Leonard Doozy is truly, genuinely the stupidest human being that I've ever had a conversation with on the phone. He had. I, I am surprised he is. A, I, I, I'm surprised he is able to find his own home at the end of the day that's how stupid the man is and anyways um i guess that's it for podcasts maybe we'll do another episode yeah who knows uh yeah we are just we're so frustrated with the team we're like you know what let's hop back on let's do an episode let's let everybody know where we're at right now and i just want to say before we go the one thing too chris and i think you made a good point that no one cares and they they blew it you know the canucks were bad the canucks had a like four-year window where they were bad and people didn't like the team, and the Whitecaps became very popular because the Whitecaps had so, a little bit Lions, of success. And, and the Lions were really playoffs. bad. And the and Lions were also terrible too, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the Lions and Canucks were both bad. The Whitecaps had a lot of positive energy around the team. They made the playoffs a couple times. They made the second round of the playoffs one year. Uh, they, they had a lot of positive feelings around the team, um, and it is amazing how quickly they've extinguished all those feelings. And I think that's really the thing that people miss too is that they were in a prime position to, if they had some success, you'd be talking about opening the upper deck at BC Place. You'd be talking about, you know, more and more people getting season's tickets, people being on a wait list for season's tickets. And instead, a ton of people got rid of their season's tickets. Like, you just couldn't imagine having a year of PR like the Whitecaps have had to completely blow it. And now the Canucks are good again. So the Whitecaps are fucked uh, until they sell the team. The owners don't give a shit. They just want to make money. Well, guess what? You invested $30 million in the team. The team's worth $300 million now or whatever the Get fuck out. it is. Get out. Go. Sell the goddamn team. Make your Go. money. Get lost. You don't care about soccer. You Get don't care about us. Out. You don't care about the team. I, I will Sell say it. this. Yeah, I, I said that I have no problem personally with any of the people on the team. That does not extend to the owners. I, I, I think Jeff Mallett is uh, as a human being i think he is utter garbage utter yeah. fucking trash billionaire fucking piece of shit anyways barge his ass because that's the only thing we're allowed to say we can only yeah. say barge but you know what barge I, you know what i'd actually like anyways yeah. everyone um thank you so much and keep on supporting your local uh, you know buy local <laughs> <laughs> i don't know all right see ya that's us us in sixth place, losing to Seattle.